0: Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word, to become educated, to understand your word. And tonight, Father, as we go back to the Old Testament, we pray that you would open up our eyes, open up our ears, grant to us understanding so that we could grasp the meaning of your word, the understanding of the natural law, and how to counteract the natural law. The laws which you established when you created the world we live in and you created our ancestors, Adam and Eve. Holy Spirit, please come and help us. Teach us and lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: So tonight
0: we're going to talk about adultery. We're going to talk about unfaithfulness and adultery, and and the reason I want to cover this is not because I, I I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here, but we have to understand that when God framed the world, that there are natural laws. These laws, you don't have to guess what they are. It's not witchcraft. It's nothing. They're all in the Bible. Yes. Every one of them is in the Bible, but there are so few people, including pastors, that understand anything about the natural law because they don't study them.
1: Okay.
0: You will even hear pastors say, well, the Old Testament's good, but we're, we're in the New Testament. Right. So they don't want to preach. They don't want to understand. They don't want to read the Old Testament, but I'm going to show you something I think it's pretty amazing tonight and uh, something that's gone away. So first of all, without further ado, I wanted to ask if everybody here knew that America has a National Unfaithfulness Day. America actually has a National Unfaithfulness Day. And do you know know when that day is? No. That day was this past Friday. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so America's uh, National Unfaithfulness Day was on the twenty second this year. It was on the eighteenth last year. Okay, and and this National Unfaithfulness Day is the statistics that show. It is the day that is most likely for a husband or a wife to have an affair. Out of the three hundred and sixty-five days of the year, it is the day that is most likely that you will cheat on your spouse. That you'll be unfaithful. Okay. And and I'm gonna read to you where the Bible has an adultery test. Yes. Yeah, like a pregnancy test. The Bible yep. has an adultery test. Yep. Okay, but but I also want to read to you. You guys know what the fastest growing um, belief system is in America? Anybody want to guess? The fastest growing belief system in America is witchcraft.
2: Oh, okay. Yes, it is.
0: Witchcraft is outpacing everything. Why? Because we've raised several generations of what I want, I want now. And I want control of it. And, And here's the thing. I keep talking to everybody about the word of God. I keep talking to everybody about the words that come out of your mouth have power. I keep telling you, keep saying over and over again that the words that come out of our mouths are are, or we are to speak like an oracle of God. And so I want to remind you with witchcraft, what do you think a spell book is? It's a book of words. Mm -hmm. It's just a book of words. For us, we make books of prayer. We make pray- we make spiritual warfare prayers and we make marriage prayers and we make wealth prayers and we make all these prayers that are books of words. For the other side, that is exactly what they have. Those spell books have no power over us but those but that doesn't mean that they' are powerless and why are they why why do they hold any power because they're spoken out of the mouths of those whom God has created right. God created us to hold dominion over the earth he created us to speak life into the world
2: yeah.
0: and when we go when we Wow, I don't know about you guys, but there's a lot of background noise on mine. But when when we go and speak evil, or we speak uh, negative negativity, acid into our uh, the 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 <coughs> arena around us, whatever that might be whether it's your school, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your family, whether it's whatever it is. And, and that, is, that is the color of, of the situation. If you picture a glass of clear water, you can either put in a uh, black dye or you can put light behind the water and let it be clear. Right.
2: But the tiniest
0: bit of black dye affects the whole glass of water. Yes. And the and the only way that that black dye can come out is to keep putting clear water into that glass until all the black dye comes out. Okay. So the the, the natural law the natural law works the same way. So now I want to show you. Now we said witchcraft is the is the fastest growing faith system belief system in America. All right. And we said that that the 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 third Friday of or yeah, I think it's the third Friday of November is National Unfaithfulness Day. And this is a this is a well known fact. And folks in in fact people that are having an affair 72% of them will have their last sling on, on that National Unfaithfulness Day before they decide to go focus on their families for Christmas. We're such good folks. 72%. All right. Now, I want to go back to God's natural law and I want to explain to you how did November <laughs> end up being. You can find that if you'll study the natural law, that you'll find the reason why certain spirits, certain spirits, are more active in certain times of the year sodom and gomorrah had twice a year that's right in the bible twice a year in the winter solstice and the summer solstice where they all the whole town went down to a valley and they all swapped wives and they all slept with each other's sons and daughters that's what they all did it was witchcraft now when we hear the word sodom we always assume and the, then the story also about them trying to get the young men that came to the house we always assume that their only sin was the the obvious one that's not true they were practicing witchcraft and, and if you'll look at a pagan calendar or a Wiccan calendar, you will see that there are several feasts and holidays that coincide with America's National Unfaithfulness Day. All of those feasts and holidays are, are uh, attached to female pagan goddesses. The Festival of Jupiter. Roman deity, prime protector of the state, concerned with all aspects. There was a Was There was a, a feast of fawns that was uh, some procreation feast at some point around that circled around. That. Okay. The Thracian knight of Hecate It's a Greek goddess of the hags or the wise women. Later, hags and wise women would be called witches. She's also the goddess of the moon, magic, witches, the teacher of the craft.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The actual night, the actual night of our national night of unfaithfulness falls on the night of Shiva. It's a fa- supposed to be a family feast honoring the life force as the infinite light. And they're supposed to light candles and lamps. To honor the goddess Shiva, which also is the same day as the Roman festival of Diana, which you celebrate in the exact same way. You will find out that Satan is still Satan, that Satan's demons are still Satan's demons. Just every once in a while, they change their name and they put a little bit different makeup on. It's the same demons. They just change their name. As one culture falls, they change their name and go attach themselves to another culture. On it, also in the last week of November, according to where the moon is at, there is a Uma Parvati day honoring the goddess as queen and the mother of the universe. which also coincides with an Egyptian Feast of Hathor, which honors the goddess as the horned mother, and also as Sekhmet, the lion goddess of the sun. Bastet, the cat goddess, the goddess of fertility and life, the triple goddess, Bast, Hathor, Sekhmet. All of these, all of these are the same demons that changed clothes in a phone booth And ran out and called themselves a different name. So with that in mind, what I want to read to you tonight is I want to read to you the adultery test. Very interesting. Please turn in your Bibles to Numbers, to the book of Numbers. It's in the Old Testament. Fourth book, maybe fifth one, two, three, four. Yeah, fourth book. Fourth book in the Bible. I'm going to be reading from chapter five. Fourth book in the Bible. I'm going to be reading from chapter five. I'm going to start reading for you at verse 11. I'm going to finish at 31. Okay. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, If any man's wife goes astray and behaves unfaithfully towards him, and a man lies with her carnally, or a man procreates with her, has has conjugal knowledge of her, and it is hidden from the eyes of her husband. Her husband doesn't see it. And it's concealed that she has defiled herself and there was no witness against her, nor was she caught. Now, remember, God's law says you have to have two or three witnesses out of the mouths of two or three witnesses. The thing shall be established. One witness is no good. One witness casts it out. That's God's law. OK. If the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife who has defiled herself or if the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife, although she has not defiled herself, that's a long way of saying if he gets jealous because she's committed adultery or even if he gets jealous and she is innocent of adultery, then the man shall bring his wife to the priest. He shall bring the offering required for her, which is one-tenth of an ephah of barley meal. He shall pour no oil on the barley and put no frankincense on it, because it's a grain offering of jealousy, an offering for remembering, for bringing iniquity to remembrance. So you bring the bare barley. Because when bare barley is burned, it has a very bitter, overpowering smell. Because it's an offering for jealousy. They're not to put oil on it. They're not to mix it with frankincense to make it a pleasant offering for the Lord. No, it's an offering for jealousy, and it'll burn as such. And the priests shall bring her near and set her before the Lord. The priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel, and shall take some dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle, and he will put it in the water. Then the priest shall, shall stand the woman before the Lord, uncover the woman's head, and put the offering for remembering in her hands, which is the grain, the offering of jealousy— and the priest shall have in his hand the bitter water that brings the curse. So the priest will have the have woman hold the grain, and he'll hold that earthen bowl of water with the dust in it in his hand. And the priest shall make her swear an oath. He's going to put her under an oath and say to the woman, if no man is lain with you, and if you've not gone astray to uncleanness, while under the husband's authority, Be free from this bitter water that brings a curse. So the priest says, look, I'm going to speak this over this water right now. This water is not going to hurt you at all if you haven't committed any adultery. Nothing's going to happen to you. But if you've gone astray while under the husband's authority, and if you have defiled yourself and some man other than your husband has lain with you, Then the priest shall put thee, priest shall put thee, my finger's too slippery, put the woman under the oath of the curse. And he shall say to the woman, The Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people. When the Lord makes your thigh decay and your belly swell. So it'll make the woman have small thighs and a big belly and may this water that causes the curse go into your stomach and may your belly swell and your thigh deteriorate then the woman shall say amen so be it and the priest shall write these curses in a book he has to document it and he shall scrape them off into the bitter water and he shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse and the water that brings the curse shall enter into her to become bitter. Then the priest shall take the grain offering, offering of jealousy from the woman's hands and shall wave the offering before the Lord. And then he'll bring it to the altar and the priest shall take a handful of the offering as its memorial portion, burn it on the altar and afterward make the woman drink the water. When he has made her drink the water, then it shall be. If she has defiled herself and behaved unfaithfully towards her husband, that the water that brings a curse will enter into her and become bitter. And her belly will swell, and her thigh will deteriorate, and the woman will become a curse among her people. But if a woman has not defiled herself and is clean, then she shall be free and may conceive children. This is the law of jealousy. When a wife, this, this is the law of jealousy. There's your, there's, your, there's your key right there. This is the law of jealousy. It's a natural law. It's the law of jealousy. When a wife, while under her husband's authority, goes astray and defiles herself, or when the spirit of jealousy comes upon a man and he becomes jealous of his wife, then he shall stand the woman before the Lord and the priest shall execute all this law upon her. And when then the man shall be free from iniquity, but that woman shall bear guilt. So what does that last thing say? I know that here's the thing. When I read that, I was thinking to myself, boy, that's pretty offensive for the woman. That's 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 pretty offensive for her. That's a tough thing for her to go through. But then I got to the last word, word, the last verse when it says, then the man shall be free from iniquity. Um, so if that man if that man does anything, but this, in regards to that spirit of jealousy, he's in condemnation before God. Yeah. This was God's way of of, of keeping men from taking their jealousy into their own hands.
2: Right.
3: I have a question. Okay. So, only one. If she is guilty and the curse does attach itself to her. She's she can't have kids, right? No, she
0: won't be able okay. to have children after that.
3: So, basically it is a punishment for the guy as well because you can't even you can't divorce your wife for for being unfaithful to you. That's that's also against the Bible. So you've just made your wife for life, like, huge-bellied, thin-thighed, and you can't have kids now, correct? Well,
0: actually, they were under the, uh, under the Mosaic law back, back then, and even Jesus said, Moses, because of your hardened hearts, allowed you to have divorce due to infidelity. Yeah. And, at, and, and actually, if you read Matthew 5.32, even Jesus says you you commit adultery if you divorce a woman for any reason other than infidelity but i say what god has joined together let no man separate
3: could you explain that a little more in depth
0: in other words jesus is saying it's acceptable to divorce your wife if she's infidel if she has committed infidelity but if you want to be perfect in your being I say the word that he's saying, I say, what God has joined together, let no man separate.
3: I see. Okay. Thanks, Dad.
0: Any more questions come out of that?
3: No, not 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 yet, but you keep on going. I'll come up with some. Or God God will lay some questions <laughs> down on me and I will speak them from my mouth.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. So, so you'll notice that this water, this, this water and the word, which is the spirit of God. Okay. The the water and the word are the, the and the dust of the earth, the dust of the earth, there are three witnesses in heaven and there are three witnesses on the earth. Okay. And, and uh, if you, Actually, I keep t- going back to that. Maybe I'm going too deep here. There are three that testified: the Spirit, the water, and the blood. These three are always in agreement. Right. Okay. And and so what we have is we have an earthen vessel with the water in there. Okay. <clears throat> we have an oath that's taken. So we have a Spirit and a water that's involved in this in this oath taking ceremony here and and I just I just I'm always amazed that the natural laws will always in some way line up with other natural laws so the more you study the natural laws of God the more you can see this interconnected web of uh, that God has tied all of his laws together and they all interact together now when we see this when we see this this test this test for unfaithfulness or this test for adultery that's in the bible this we initially think that this is a persecution against women i believe it's the opposite i believe it was a me- mechanism from from god to protect a, a honest woman I, because After a man goes to the priest, now remember, they didn't have internet, they didn't have TV, they didn't have news, all right? After a man goes to a priest and accuses his wife and turns out he's wrong, he's not likely to do that again. Nowadays, people do it with abandon, because if they feel embarrassed at all, they'll just go to a different church next week. These folks didn't have that option. And, and I wanted to, to read that tonight because I found it extremely interesting that God put in place a natural law for to fight against or to counteract the spirit of jealousy. And that the spirit of jealousy can lead us into a place of unfaithfulness. Anyway, that's what I've got tonight. It's
2: all yours, Dad. It is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh I had actually had that happen to my oldest daughter from her husband. He he threatened to do that. Uh the one with the ten children. Yeah. He he was a very jealous human being. And uh she was serving uh, they had a church uh, dinner and she was helping and serving some of the men and stuff and uh, he accused her of uh, of uh, (laughs) of being unfaithful he says I got a good mind to take you up on the mountain and and uh, do all this stuff. In other words, he was going to perform the duty of a priest. So needless to say, after twenty-six years and ten children, uh she divorced him.
1: 26
2: years. Wow. And but,
1: and well, he
2: was a preacher. But he was he,
0: he was being unfaithful.
3: He was he was
2: the unfaithful person.
4: And I really yeah. don't know why there's not a a test for a man that's unfaithful.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, sure there is.
3: Go ahead, Dad.
1: Go on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> go ahead, Dad. Let's go.
0: Sure, there's a test for a man that's unfaithful. What? We'll uh, we'll have to do. We're a thirty minutes. In. <laughs> we'll, <have to> <laughs> in. well, did God we'll say, say that our Bible study has to be thirty minutes only? <laughs> No, but your brothers have to get up early in the morning, go to school. Ah, and leave.
3: they only need like four or five okay. hours. It's fine. We were trained like that growing up. <laughs>
0: let's have. And a you prayer. complained that you didn't get enough sleep.
3: But you know what? I grew up working a hundred plus hours a week, not caring.
2: And
1: complaining
2: about that. Let's have a word with the Lord, because that all right. It, 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 it is too much to try to bring everything in. Father, we just come to you tonight thanking you for the day. Thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful, so faithful to us. And man is so unfaithful. So, Lord, we just come tonight and asking you, Lord, to deal with our hearts afresh and new every day. That you will teach us that we'll be willing to learn. And Father, uh, you, O oh Lord, accused, not accused, is not the word for it, because your people, Father, were adulterous people, and they went whoring after other gods. And you are jealous God, but Lord, you have the right to be jealous. You're the Maker of our hearts, our lives, our bodies, and they belong to you. And Father, we ask you, Lord, to help us use our eyes correctly, use our mind righteously, use our mouth's purity, and use our minds to think things through. And may your Holy Spirit, Lord, fill us With the grace and the love and the mercy that you have and that you show us, Lord. And let us show it to others. And Father, we pray for each one on the call tonight. That Lord, you'll help us to be mindful that our bodies belong to you. They don't belong to us. And Father, anything that we do with our bodies, we do against you and father we asked you lord tonight to be with our country because lord our country we know lord that the witches are praying against and spending time together against our president and father we ask you lord to demolish the strongholds tear down every high place break them down Father we just claim in the name of Jesus that this country Father would turn back to you your people who call themselves by your name Father will humble themselves and pray and turn from our wicked ways Lord when, when Nehemiah prayed he prayed Lord that uh, he, he took he took part of the blame Father, he prayed for the nation to turn back to you. We ask you, Lord, to lead us, guide us, teach us, and help us to be willing, Father, to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, always, in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. 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 I love you guys. Aaron.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Aaron, if you want to talk about that, give me well,
3: a no, okay. Well, if you're not going to make it a Bible study, sure. <laughs> <laughs> good, good,
2: night. Good, night. Bye. Bye. good night, good night, good night, good night, good night. Good night Walton.
3: love ya. Love.
0: Yeah, we never have to worry about that with you, Jack. You're honest. You know that Louisiana nonsense. Mm-hmm. Good evening. Hi. Hey. Hi, Ray.
4: You have the voice of, like, the Terminator. Who? Um... Ray. Raiden? Yes. Very
0: Terminator voice.
4: Yeah. He just said hey Dad. You sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. My no kid. Like No. Hmm. My kid. Why? Uh, yeah.
2: See?
5: This is Jake. Hello? Hello.
0: Uh-huh. Raiden and Jacob are on the same phone. Oh. And now they're gonna be competing with each other to see which one sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger.
5: But uh, she was talking about me. Of
0: course. <laughs> she was uh, she's talking
1: about Ray. <laughs> I, well, Ray. It,
4: it said <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: Obviously, she does not have boys.
4: No, I'm a girl mom. So, uh, tonight we're going to start in Ezekiel chapter 14. I listened to the studies that I missed, and last night's uh, last night's study was a little hard for me.
0: Yeah, why?
4: It just um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like what they did to the women, just because he was jealous and thought she was doing something. Yeah,
0: well, that's what I said and and there's a certain point where you can listen to that on its face and it sounds offensive.
4: Yeah, you did. You said that completely and I was like I was nodding my head, yes, listening to you. Yes, it's it's extremely offensive to me.
0: Well, let's let's take it up a notch, another notch. And this and maybe that this is part of maybe this is part of getting um getting to a point where we accept God's word As the authority in our life and that, and that, and that we can, we can submit in accordance to God's rule. Um, and you know, uh, in other words, IE submit to your, your husband or, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, so let's think about it on an even larger level. Okay. On an even larger level. Do you know that a woman was not allowed to divorce her husband? Mel. This is Sal. Uh, hey
2: yeah. uh,
1: hi Dad. Hi there. Hi, Dad.
0: Hi there. So so Melanie was asking some questions about what what about our study last night and, and and about how offensive that process was, that test for adultery, how it could be on the surface. And I said on a bigger level, on a bigger level. Uh that what what is really something hard to come to terms with is that the woman was not allowed to divorce her husband. Yeah. There's no provision in God's law for a woman to hand her husband a certificate of divorce.
1: None the uh, only-
2: Chapter eleven of first Corinthians is some real good uh information on husband and wife. <laughs>
1: yeah
4: but i mean if we're talking okay we take the pronoun man in the bible and use it as it's for both of us male and female
0: well you're right you have children right? through you have children through what your womb right
4: well yes
0: And a woman is made from a man, from his rib. A woman is the womb of man.
4: Okay. What I'm, my my question, where I was leading with that is, um, it says that we can, are you talking about divorce like back in the old day? Or are you talking about, right, like what the Bible says about it now? No,
0: God never changes.
4: Well, yeah, Jesus says he would just rather not have a divorce, but Moses said because the hardening of our hearts that we could get a a certificate of divorce, but I'm saying like...
0: He says due to the hardening of the heart, a man could give a woman a certificate of divorce.
4: Okay, now I have to get get my Bible (laughs) up. You're going to (laughs) make...
1: so I'm
4: still I'm still at work so I wanted to let me turn this down I don't want anyone to hear okay
0: so, so you can get you know part of that part of that study that you're that you're that you're thinking of there's two different places in Matthew you can look all right and one of them is I believe Matthew 19 19 where Jesus says 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 uh, that it's against the law to put away your wives. He's talking to the men. Put away your wives for any reason other than, well, let's just go ahead and pull it up.
4: Well, I mean, because they weren't divorcing them, but they didn't want to take care of them or anything. They would just put them somewhere else.
0: No, no, no. They're divorcing them. They would give them a certificate of divorce, put it in their hand, and they'd put them out of the house. So the law concerning divorce Deuteronomy I'll I'll go ahead I'll go ahead and read it. I don't,
4: yeah, I'm in Matthew.
0: When a man takes a wife and marries her if then she finds no favor in his eyes because he's found some indecency in her and he writes to her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of the house Then she departs out of his house. And if she goes and becomes another man's wife, and the latter man hates her and writes her to get a divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or if the latter man dies, who took her to be his wife, then her former husband who sent her away may never take her again to be his wife. She has been defiled, and that's an abomination before the Lord." And you shall not bring sin upon the land the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance. In other words, a man can put away a woman in divorce. This is, this is Deuteronomy. This is the Old Testament. Mosaic law. Okay. A man could put away a woman in okay. divorce if he had cause. If he had cause, he could give her a certificate of divorce and he could send her out. And, and she could go and marry another guy but if she goes with another guy whoever's doing all the background noise cut it
1: yeah
0: stop moving so whoever whoever goes if, if, if she goes and marries another guy and that guy divorces her she can never go back to the first guy Impossible. Even if the second guy dies, she cannot go back to the first guy. That's right. She's left her husband. She accepted okay. the certificate of divorce. She went and tied herself to another man. She yep. can never go back. Okay. And and uh, well, there is no provision in the Bible. Anywhere in the Bible, is there a provision for a woman to divorce her husband.
4: All I, all I'm saying is, I don't think it's cool that a dude can get a a wild hair and decide he can do whatever he wants. But he can't over a wild
0: hair because there's no provision for that in God's law.
4: No, but you know there are. There are people that have manipulated this word to have absolute and utter
2: abusive control over and women. That don't make it right. That, that doesn't
1: make it right. No, so a it whole doesn't. Lot of
0: women that have used this word to usurp the man's authority and use it for their own end.
1: That's, that's true.
4: That's true. My my thing though, I was saying was, God talks about men and women here and i know where we are specifically so my 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 thought was if we're interchanging the pronoun and it says man but i'm a woman but i'm taking that promise and saying it belongs to me but i see what you're saying no i already answered my question i'm sorry
0: no, no, don't don't be sorry. We're yeah. we're supposed to engage in conversation,
4: and that's the whole point. And and if it, but it's still hard for me to take that. It, 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 that's hard for that. It, it last night's study was very hard for me to listen to. I'm sure because uh, you know, I mean, my first has been. I mean. We I couldn't we couldn't go to a restaurant and if I looked anywhere other than my plate or right in his face, um, you know I was I was making plans to meet other diners, or the waiters or whoever was around. So I mean he could have taken me up on the mountain and given me some poison to drink. You know what I'm saying? So that that really bothers me. And
0: and a man that decides he's just going to go with a, with a with another woman. Um, especially if that woman has uh, if, if that woman is married or she's attached to another man. Now you have to keep in mind that these, there was, what, what constitutes marriage in God's law, is not a certificate. There is, there is no okay. certificate of marriage in the Bible. That piece of paper doesn't exist in the Bible
4: well yeah that's just laws like here uh, in like our countries and, and different so, things right so in the Bible, i mean
0: there was a certificate can... of divorce that was a man saying he's done and and the purpose for that was that man could never then come back and say she's my wife he could never he could never chase her down he could never he could never uh initiate his authority over her or claim to have any authority over her there's a certificate of divorce But what constituted marriage in God's law was procreation.
4: So if I got together with a dude and I'm like, you're my husband, he's like, well, you're my wife. And then we had children, then we were married.
0: If you you had carnal knowledge of any man, you were married to him.
4: Dear Lord.
2: (laughs) That's about what I said. Remember Jesus said? You remember, Jesus said, you don't have to actually commit adultery, you can commit it with your mind.
4: That means I have like 12 husbands. Yeah. You,
2: know, you need to get it straightened and, out, honey. And,
4: and Mel,
0: and Mel, what, and your soul what? is tied to all 12 of them.
4: No, I broke up. I did, did, you, did that. Did you I do did that, that just for the one yeah. or
0: did you do it for all 12? Because you sounded like you were pretty surprised you were married to the other ones.
4: Well, I didn't know that, that meant that yeah, I was so married. I want to
0: revisit that, Stu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm y'all's entertainment <laughs> for the evening.
2: Well, honey, honey, there's a lot of I'm guilty yes, of that years ago. Yeah, everybody's guilty of that at some point. And, and so, so no. M-
4: mom's laughing because mom's been there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mom's laughing because I had this conversation with mom until she got backed up in a corner.
3: Yeah, really, really teed me off. I don't mind telling
0: you.
4: <laughs> yeah. He, he gets my back up sometimes, he, too. He
2: teed her off to the bond of, of, uh, of, uh uh Good grief game talk. Yeah. Of confession.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's I... what second hey, that's what Second Chronicles seven fourteen is. Yes. If my people who call themselves by my name will turn from their wicked ways, I will heal the land. Yes. He will heal anything, not just the land.
0: Absolutely, and and that is the whole purpose. What what we're going through right now, dredging up these painful things, and facing areas where we have been blind to our adherence to to the Word of God. Yeah, we're, that's the whole purpose of us having Bible studies. Because I guarantee you, the the Bible study we're having, like like Mel was Mel was listening to our uh, our Bible study from last night. Yeah. And and she said, you know, that really offended me. I, I had a hard time getting through it. Well, I guarantee you, you will never sit in a church and hear, especially in a denominational church, and hear them preach about that.
2: No. They won't talk
0: about it for exactly that reason.
2: Thanks. Well, Well, he
4: – the things that I have been – Praying for for um, free of things that are still, like, holding on to me that I'm struggling with. You know, I, I sent those to you in the family text, all of y'all. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of things tied with, like, sexual immorality. I mean, the the root of that sin is yeah. rebellion. And you know, um, I was like, Oh my lord, yeah. you know what I mean? And and
0: Aaron is sitting in the background being quiet and letting his spotlight shine on you because he doesn't want to cough anything up, but he knows <laughs> he also uh, knows what we're talking why, about here. Why, why you gotta why you gotta call I, him out yeah, like that? Come man. on now. I had my moment. <laughs> I'm calling him out because he, because he was in the background earlier saying, I, I was saying that too. Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah.
1: like,
3: <laughs> uh, That also went into it in terms of, like, if you watch anything on the internet in terms of that and, you know, perform actions to yourself, that also makes you married to whoever you're watching and imagining. It absolutely so it does. Can, it what? can go into, like, hundreds of thousands. Are you kidding, no, are you kidding me right I'm now? I'm dead serious. You could have hundreds of thousands. It doesn't stop at just physical. It, it it can go as if you think that you want to sleep with somebody, if you can imagine that, then you have now committed that sin. that yeah. very words came from Jesus' and And those,
0: those words are straight out of Jesus' mouth, not from one of the disciples, not from anybody else. That is straight out of Jesus' mouth. So, if you look at somebody and say,
2: I want to sleep with them, you've already done it. Yeah, it's the desire. Yeah, yes. uh, Scott, I've, if, I've, not tonight, but study chapter eleven of First Corinthians. Well,
0: yes, sir. I, I think that this is a, this is, a, this, is a, this is where the family needs to be right now, and let's just
2: let the Holy Spirit have his way. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, um, I'm not. I'm not anywhere about some. Uh, I, I am not about having my regimented Bible study that everybody has to go through. Like, like a no, 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 judge. no, no. I think this has got to be Holy Spirit. And this is obviously an area where, where a lot of us need to grow. Well,
2: I, I tell you what. Is it not true that God spoke about that more in the Old Testament than any other subject that his people were committing adultery against him against him because if they left
0: after the other gods in their heart yep they've already done it if you okay and and here's another thing i'll i'll point out to you the entire so so here's how you can recognize the businesses that Satan runs yeah yeah some of them are pretty obvious some of them are pretty obvious but 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 here's the other ones that aren't so obvious you'll recognize you will recognize the businesses that Satan runs because every one of them is designed to get you to sin in your heart
2: exactly every one of them Every last one of them. Let's think about Satan. let's think about football, basketball, baseball, soccer. All of them put together, all sports put together, it does not sell as much as pornography.
0: Yep. So you've got pornography, so that you lust after somebody else yes. in your heart. Let me let me go to another level. How about video Same games? Same thing. I'm going to tell you about video games because all those video games get
2: you to to, to sin in your heart yeah. too. You're you're running around killing people indiscriminately. Thank God, I never touched one of them. It's
0: running around killing people indiscriminately yes. and ev- and every other sin and every other sin is in video games yeah. too. And it's a multi-billion-dollar
2: <laughs> industry. Yeah, let's talk. Well, about you know when I
4: realized. Like my anger issue, like the spirit of anger is really not anger. It's a spirit of murder. Yeah.
0: Right? It's it's, a, it's another spirit that's tied to rebellion.
4: You am, am I still con-
2: Yeah, you are.
0: Yeah, you're still here. You're still here. So... So the, the the other another industry that Satan has his clutches into is uh, Hollywood. Absolutely. Why? And 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 all of these all of these industries donate literally tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to the
2: political party of their exactly. choice. Exactly, and the choice they make right now is the choice that doesn't believe in God. That's true. The choice that is at war with God. If we do not, if we do not vote for the platform, then we're all already in sin. Absolutely. If, if we need to know what and, each one. And make believes.
0: no mistake, for the young people that are on the phone tonight, I I, I want to make sure that you know. The other night, I made a comment about if you vote for Democrats that you are voting for satan and i want to clarify that i want to clarify and tell you in no way shape or form do i think that the republicans are are all godly
2: exactly no and that no way that is
0: not what i'm saying what i'm saying is the democrat party has decided to unilaterally take a stand against everything that that, that a christian believes everything everything yeah
1: um,
2: I've had I've had one granddaughter and Gwen's got one son that's in the same position. All
0: the young people that are thinking about how great socialism yep. is,
2: well let's there I can go
0: through the Bible and tell you everything that is wrong with socialism. Everything that is wrong with socialism as it exalts itself against God's exactly word, starting with stealing. Uh-huh taking what doesn't belong to you and distributing it to other exactly. people. Exactly. Robin Hood is a great story and everybody loves the fact that he was trying to get justice for others and there's something Robin Hoodish about socialism, but let me tell you, socialism corrupts because the love of money is the root of all evil yeah. and socialism is completely built around the love of money.
4: I'm um I'm still stuck on rebellion.
2: It is like, it is okay. rebellion.
4: No, I mean I didn't know that I was in rebellion. No. How do I get rid of that rebellion?
2: Uh you go to the lord with it and ask the holy spirit to show you. Yes. Because no it's one kind of no like one that- else can convict you baby
4: kind of like whatever what i sent y'all today about speaking to it directly and telling it to be removed by the root and thrown into the sea yes
0: yes just like that except that as we go through look listen um freedom from from bondage freedom from all those bonds when when we get when we get saved we have a freedom from us from from that certain bondage of of being in slavery to right. Satan. Okay. But there are roots and vines that we have allowed to take to set deep roots in our lives prior to our conversion. And these things sometimes look, there are Christians that have been Christians, quote unquote. I'm doing my fingers in the quote unquote right now. Okay, you. And so there are Christians that have been Christians for decades, decades, and are completely oblivious to the whole vineyard of, of roots yes. of different plants that they have uh, are different spirits that they have enabled in their life and continue to feed. So as we mature spiritually, as we're able holy spirit reveals to us these roots these roots of bitterness these roots of rebellion these roots of you know uh, sexual immorality which is a sin against ourselves and as we get into god's word and as we fellowship with other believers the light is shine on those things in our life and we can deal with them one at a time, one at a time. And, and I'll tell you this, there will be roots that you have to deal with over and over and exactly. over again.
2: You have to kill the root to its beginning. Yes.
4: Okay. My, and my next thing is, and this goes back to the, because you know, the sexual immorality, um, the gluttony, all that, that's all rooted in rebellion. Um, so that's, in, that's, that's, being, that's being unfaithful to God. So that ask, that makes me ask, how come that goes back to the fat preachers?
0: Well, hang on a second. Being fat is not necessarily tied to a root of gluttony. There's, there are people who are overweight that, that are not gluttons at all. That's, that he, that's, true. that's true. That's um, true. Um, so, so that is not necessarily a tie. And then i i wanted to say, as God reveals these things to us, we need to deal with them. We deal with them ourselves. And number one, it's a—it's a good sign. It's a healthy sign. It means you're growing, and you're growing closer to the Lord to be dealing with these roots with these different um spirits. But then number two, it also helps us remember to only look at ourselves and not out not look exactly. at others.
4: Well I'm not I'm not trying to judge them. I'm curious as these are leaders in churches and <clears throat> and not one single one of them is perfect.
0: Um, yeah, we're all human beings. Just, just because they're preaching at the pulpit doesn't mean that they're not also in a process of spiritually maturing and learning and, and also dealing with roots in
1: their exactly. own lives.
2: One of, the, one of the keys, Jesus said himself, uh, Paul said, be perfect as Christ is perfect. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect in your own ability. that means the Holy Spirit is going to perfect you from within
4: Yes
0: yes and and so that's the race that's part of the race that we that's run. Right is is that we are continually purging the wickedness, the evil, the roots out of our yep. life. Did, until hopefully we reach a point in our Christian wall where, where we have finished the course and run yep. the
4: race.
1: Where, kept the faith.
4: where does it say though in the New Testament because I'm not good with the addresses about when Paul says... That he could lose his testimony.
0: That he could lose Uh, his testimony.
2: That That doesn't sound right to me. Hang on. Hang on. He said, I would. He was talking to the Jews. Lose my witness, witness. Lose my witness. He said, I would rather. Lose my salvation if I can save and help any one of you, brothers. And he was talking to the Jews that didn't believe scripture. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying that he'd lost his salvation, but he was just saying, I would give up my salvation for you. You remember that, guy? Yes. Absolutely. i find time. where I I love you so much. If you would just believe I would I would lose my soul for you. That's it. Are, are That's you it. are you talking about
0: in 2nd John?
2: I think Paul in said second, this.
0: It's no no no, I'm talking oh, to I'm Melanie. Sorry. I'm, I'm in in 2nd John Uh, verse 8 of chapter 1 where he says so he says watch yourselves so that you do not lose what you have worked for that you might be fully rewarded Mm
4: -hmm. I can't say yes to that that doesn't sound like it I'm going to find it I'm going to find it when we're done okay but I just feel like I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that we have to be perfect. I'm just saying that um, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore because well, uh, I, like I, 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 I feel like I'm judging fat people, but I'm a fat person, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it's not a matter of judging. All of us are. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Being B-E-I-N-G. Safe. We're, yes we're everyone in the state of being, and Paul says, "I've finished the course, in other words, he knew he was at the end. That's at another time, but the point of it being is that we're being saved till the end indeed
0: indeed we're we're in the process of conversion it, it our conversion is not a light no. switch, no. And, and
2: and many and, people have been made we, to think that. Exactly.
0: Oh, no, I know. Well, that's, they've me. been made to think that because of the magic words at church. Yeah. We say the magic words, and that's it. It's a right. right. Can't go yeah. away, can't lose anything. You mm-hmm. can live like a heathen, still go to heaven. Not true. Yeah, I've, I've, it's I not have
2: true. quoted the first part of that, but I never believed that... that it continued without living for the Lord.
0: Hey, Raiden, Jacob, mm-hmm. do you guys have any questions? Aaron is convinced that you guys have a lot of questions and we don't let you guys ask any. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Yep. Have at it. No, not really. <laughs>
3: Since you guys have been listening to so closely, I thought maybe you would seek some deeper understanding like, um, like some of us. Nope.
0: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I think that's. Uh, I think that's good for tonight. But you know what? We. If I would much rather have a con- candid conversation like this every night, where we're helping each other uh, grow spiritually.
1: That's the whole no point.
0: The the. the, the You can spend 50 years growing in theological understanding and still go straight to hell. Yeah. So the whole point of this Christian faith, the whole point of our walk is to feed each other spiritually, to grow spiritually, to mature spiritually.
2: Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Exhort one another. Yeah. I remembered this time. Ha! Ha! (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: all right dad the floor's yours okay oh father father help us lord to be sensitive to your holy spirit and father when the holy spirit pricks our hearts let us just stop what we're doing father and ask you what's going on we need to be so in tune with you father That the outside doesn't affect our mind and our thoughts. But Lord, that only you and your Holy Spirit within us, who is our teacher. Who is one who has come alongside to comfort us and to guide us. Help us to listen to him, Father. And Lord, as I was listening to a devotion this morning seek those with wisdom in order to be wise so we don't go out seeking the, the people of the land to gain wisdom because it's never there and i ask you lord to help us to know whom we walk beside whether or not we should have them unless we are witnessing to them father if we're witnessing to them, then that's all right. But do not let them be our witness, Father, or let them be our influence, because only the Holy Spirit should be our influence. Amen. Father, as we come tonight, we come thanking you that you, Jesus said, except I go away, I cannot send the comforter. Meaning that there only Jesus could only be in one place at one time. And so he sent his precious Holy Spirit to rule in every heart that receives him. So, Father, thank you. Thank you that you saw fit to love us enough to live within us. And our bodies being the temple of God, let it be shown as the temple of God, where Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto me. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God.
1: Yes, Lord. And
2: in Psalm 1, it says, do not uh, let the let the go- godly do not walk, sit or stand with the ungodly. But we, Lord, should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves do not ever wither, but shall produce its fruit in its season. And Father, <laughs> that's where each one of us ought to be. And that's Psalm one through three. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. And so, Father, we ask you, Lord, to bless and to guide us and to take these words, Lord, that you have provided for us because it is the word, it is Jesus, the word of God. And, Father, thank you. And we never want to forget to pray for our nation, Father. I pray for our nation, Lord. I pray for your forgiveness, of where we lack, where we fail, as children of God to get out and vote, we should never fail to vote at any time, no matter what. And I'm in agreement. We cannot vote, but for the platform, it's not the person. And yet, and yes, there's several wolves in the in both camps. But Lord, we have to choose what's right to you. And we ask your blessings over this coming election, Father, that you will lead your people to get out and vote. If we only knew how poorly Christians vote, we'd be shocked. But, Lord, we know, too, that if we do not vote, it's no one's fault but ours. And we're totally sinning against you. So, Father, I ask that you... Convict us on this call to get out and vote and never say, well, my vote, my one vote don't count. Yes, it does. It counts for the opposing person. And Lord, we ask you, Father, to guide us, teach us. We pray your blessings, Lord, over each one on the call tonight. I pronounce your Holy Spirit, your face to shine upon each one. And may your glory, Father, shine through us as your children in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> good night, family. Night. Good night, guys. Love good night. you. God bless you. What? 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 Oh, I thought you wanted to say something. No, I'm just good night. Mom said good night. Okay. Good night,
3: Grandma. I Love you. <laughs>
2: She need to hear that.
3: <laughs> I did. You're always loved, Grandpa, grandpa <laughs> and Grandma,
2: always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like that.
3: <laughs> God bless. All right, have a good night, guys. Rest in the Lord. Yes.
0: Yeah, we never have to worry about that with you, Jack. you're honest. You know that Louisiana nonsense. Um, Good evening.
4: Hi. Hey. Hi, Ray. You have the voice of, like, the Terminator. Who? Um... Ray.
0: Raiden? Yes. Very Terminator voice.
4: Yeah. He just said hey Dad. You sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. My kid. No. My kid. Why? Uh,
2: See?
5: This is Jake. Hello? Uh
1: Hello.
0: Raiden and Jacob are on the same phone. Oh, and now they're going to be competing with each other to see which one sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger,
5: but yeah. she was talking about me. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> She's uh, she talking
4: about Ray. <laughs> it,
1: I, well, Ray. It, it said, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: Obviously, she does not have boys.
1: No,
4: I'm a girl mom.
0: So, uh, tonight we're going to start in Ezekiel chapter 14.
4: I listened to the studies that I missed, and last night's uh, last night's study was a little hard for me.
0: Yeah, why?
4: It just um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like what they did to the women, just because he was jealous and thought she was doing something. Yeah, well, that's what I said and and
0: there's a certain point where you can listen to that on its face and it sounds offensive.
4: Yeah, you did. You said that completely and I was like I was nodding my head, yes, listening to you. Yes, it's it's extremely offensive to me.
0: Well, let's let's take it up a notch, another notch. And this and maybe that this is part of maybe this is part of getting um getting to a point where we accept God's word as the authority in our life and that, and that, and that we can, we can submit in accordance to God's rule. Um, and you know, uh, in other words, IE submit to your, your husband or, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, so let's think about it on an even larger level. Okay. On an even larger level. Do you know that a woman was not allowed to divorce her husband?
2: Mel, this is Sam. Hello.
1: Hey, yeah. Hi, Dad. Hi there. Hi, Dad.
2: Hi there.
0: So, so Melanie was asking some questions about what, what about our study last night, and, and and about how offensive that process was. That test for adultery, how it could be on the surface, and I said on a bigger level, on a bigger level, uh that what what is really something hard to come to terms with is that the woman was not allowed to divorce her husband yeah there's no provision in god's law for a woman to hand her husband a certificate of divorce none the uh, older?
2: chapter eleven of first Corinthians is some real good uh, information on husband and wife <gasps> yeah
4: but i mean if we're talking okay we take the pronoun man in the bible and use it as it's for both of us male and female
0: well you're right you have children right? through you have children through what your womb right
4: well yes
0: And a woman is made from a man from his rib. A woman is the womb of man.
4: Okay. What I'm, my, my question where I was leading with that is, um, it says that we can, are you talking about divorce? Like back in the old day, or are you talking about right? Like what the Bible says about it now, No,
0: God never changes.
4: Well, yeah, Jesus says he would just rather not have a divorce, but Moses said because the hardening of their, our hearts that we could get a, a certificate of divorce, but
0: no, 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 I'm no, saying no, no, like, no. Says, he says, due to the hardening of the heart, a man could give a woman a certificate of divorce.
4: Okay, now I have to get, I have to get my Bible <laughs> up. You're going to make <laughs> So I'm still at, I'm still at work so I wanted to let me turn this down I don't want anyone to hear.
2: Okay.
0: So so you can get you know part of that part of that study that you're that you're that you're thinking of there's two different places in Matthew you can look. All right. And one of them is I believe Matthew 19:19 19, 19, where Jesus says says uh, that it's against the law to put away your wives. He's talking to the men. Put away your wives for any reason other than, well, let's just go ahead and pull it up.
4: Well, I mean, because they weren't divorcing them, but they didn't want to take care of them or anything. They would just put them somewhere else.
0: No, no, no. They're divorcing them. They would give them a certificate of divorce, put it in their hand, and they'd put them out of the house. so the law concerning divorce deuteronomy i'll I'll go ahead um, I'll go ahead and read it I don't,
4: yeah i am matthew
0: when a man takes a wife and marries her if then she finds no favor in his eyes because he's found some indecency in her and he writes to her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of the house then she departs out of his house And if she goes and becomes another man's wife, and the latter man hates her and writes her to get a divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or if the latter man dies, who took her to be his wife, then her former husband who sent her away may never take her again to be his wife. She has been defiled, and that's an abomination before the Lord." And you shall not bring sin upon the land the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance. In other words, a man can put away a woman in divorce. This is, this is Deuteronomy, this is the Old Testament, Mosaic law. Okay. A man could put away a woman in okay. divorce if he had cause. If he had cause, he could give her a certificate of divorce and he could send her out. And, and she could go and marry another guy but if she goes with another guy whoever's doing all the background noise cut it
1: yeah stop moving
0: so whoever, whoever goes if, if, if she goes and marries another guy and that guy divorces her she can never go back to the first guy Impossible. Even if the second guy dies, she cannot go back to the first guy. That's right. She's left her husband. She accepted okay. the certificate of divorce. She went and tied herself to another man. She yep. can never go back. Okay. And and uh, well, there is no provision in the Bible anywhere in the bible there provision for a woman to divorce her husband
4: all i all i'm saying is i don't think it's cool that a dude can get a a wild hair and decide he can do whatever he want he can not
0: over a wild hair because there's no provision for that in god's law
4: no but you know there are there are people that have manipulated this word to have absolute and utter abusive control
2: over women. That don't make it right. That, that doesn't make it right. No, a whole it
0: doesn't. Lot of women that have used this word to usurp the man's authority and use it for their own end. That's
1: that's true.
4: That's true. My my thing though, I was saying was God talks about men and women here and i know where we are specifically so my 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 thought was if we're interchanging the pronoun and it says man but i'm a woman but i'm taking that promise and saying it belongs to me but i see what you're saying no i already answered my question i'm sorry
0: no no don't don't be sorry we're, yeah. we're
4: supposed to engage in conversation and that's the whole point and and if it, but it's still hard for me to take that
1: it's,
4: it's, it's, that's hard for that it, it last night's study was very hard for me to listen to i'm sure because uh, you know i mean my first has been i mean we, I could, we couldn't go to a restaurant, and if I looked anywhere other than my plate or right in his face, um, you know, I was, I was making plans to meet other diners or the waiters or whoever was around. So, I mean, he could have taken me up on the mountain and given me some poison to drink, you know what I'm saying? So that, that really bothers me. And, and a
0: man that decides he's just going to go with, a, with, a, with another woman, um, especially if that woman has uh, if, if that woman is married or she's attached to another man. Now you have to keep in mind that these, there was, what, what constitutes marriage in God's law, is not a certificate. There is, there is no okay. certificate of marriage in the Bible. That piece of paper doesn't exist in the Bible.
4: Well, yeah, that's just laws like here uh, in like our countries and, and different so, things, right? So in the Bible, I mean,
0: there was a certificate can... of divorce. That was a man saying he's done, and and the purpose for that was that man could never then come back and say she's my wife. He could never, he could never chase her down. He could never, he could never uh, initiate his authority over her or claim to have any authority over her. There's a certificate of divorce. But what constituted marriage in God's law was procreation.
4: So if I got together with a dude and I'm like, you're my husband. He's like, well, you're my wife. And then we had children. Then we were married.
0: If you you had carnal knowledge of any man, you were married to him.
4: Dear Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's about what I said. Remember
2: Jesus said. You remember, Jesus said, you don't have to actually commit adultery, you can commit it with your mind.
4: That means I have like 12 husbands.
2: You need to get it straightened out, honey. And and Mel? And Mel?
0: And your soul is tied to all 12 of them. No,
4: I broke up. I did, did, you, did that. Did you
0: I do did that, that just for the one yeah. or did you do it for all 12 because you sounded like you were pretty surprised you were married to the other ones?
4: Well, I didn't know that, that meant that yeah, I was married. might so well, want to
0: revisit that, Stu.
2: <laughs> well, I'm
1: glad I'm y'all's entertainment <laughs> for the evening.
2: Well, honey, honey, there's a lot of... I'm, I'm yes, guilty sir. of that years ago. Yeah, everybody's guilty of that at some point. And, and so, so no. M- mom's
3: laughing
0: because mom's been
3: there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mom's laughing because I had this conversation with mom until she got backed up in a corner.
3: <laughs> yeah, really really teed me off. I don't mind telling you.
4: <laughs> yeah. He, he gets my hey. back up sometimes, too. He
2: teed her off to the point of, 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 uh, of, uh, uh Good grief came talk. Yeah. Of confession.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's I... what second, hey, that's what Second Chronicles seven fourteen is. Yes. If my people who call themselves by my name will turn from their wicked ways, I will heal the land. Yes. He will heal anything. Not just the land
0: absolutely and and that is the whole purpose what what we're going through right now dredging up these painful things and facing areas where we have been blind to our adherence to to the Word of God yeah we're, that's the whole purpose of us having Bible studies because I guarantee you that the Bible study we're having like like Mel was Mel was listening to our uh, our Bible study from last night yeah and and she said you know that really offended me i i had a hard time getting through it well i guarantee you you will never sit in a church and hear and especially in a denominational church and hear them preach about that
2: no they won't ever. talk
0: about it for exactly that reason
2: Thanks.
4: well well he the things that i have been praying for for um free of things that are still like holding on to me that i'm struggling with you know i i sent those to you in the family text all of y'all so you know there's a lot of things tied with like sexual immorality i mean the the root of that sin is rebellion and, you know, um, I was like, oh, my Lord, yeah. you know what I mean? And and
0: Aaron is sitting in the background being quiet and letting his spotlight shine on you because he doesn't want to cough anything up. But he knows. <laughs> he also uh, knows what we're talking why,
4: about. Here. Why, why you got to call I, him
0: out? Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, Come man. on now. I had my moment. <laughs> I'm calling him out because he, because he was in the background earlier saying, I, I was saying that too. Oh, my gosh. You know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that also went into it in terms of, like, if you watch anything on the internet in terms of that and, you know, perform actions to yourself, that also makes you married to whoever you're watching and imagining.
0: It absolutely so does. So it, can, it can go
3: into, like, hundreds of thousands. Are you kidding, no, are you kidding me right I'm now? I'm dead serious. You could have hundreds of thousands. It doesn't stop at just physical. It, it, it can go as if you think that you want to sleep with somebody, if you can imagine that, then you have now
2: committed that sin. That yeah. very words came from Jesus' and And those,
0: those words are straight out of Jesus' mouth, not from one of the disciples, not from anybody else. That is straight out of Jesus' mouth.
3: So, if you look at somebody and say, I want to sleep with them,
2: you've already done it. Yeah, it's the desire. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Scott, I've, if, I've, not tonight. But study chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians. Well, yes, sir. I I think that this
0: is a, this is, a, this, is a, this is where the family needs to be right now and let's just let the Holy
2: Spirit have his way. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, um, I'm not I'm not anywhere about some uh, I I am not about having my regimented Bible study that everybody has to go through like, like a no no surgeon. no no. I think this has got to be Holy Spirit, and this is obviously an area where
2: where a lot of us need to grow. Well, I I tell you what, is it not true that God spoke about that more in the Old Testament? than any other subject. That his people Absolutely. were committing adultery against him. Against him. Because if they loved
0: after the other gods in their heart, yep. they've already done it. If you Okay. And and here's another thing I'm I'll I'll point out to you. The entire so so here's how you can recognize the businesses that Satan runs. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are pretty obvious. Some of them are pretty obvious. But but here's the other ones that aren't so obvious. You'll recognize, you will recognize the businesses that Satan runs because every one of them is designed to get you to sin in your heart.
2: Exactly.
0: Every one of them. Every last one of them. Let's think about Satan. let's
2: think about football, basketball, baseball, soccer. All of them put together, all sports put together, it does not sell as much as pornography. Yep.
0: So you've got pornography, so that you lust after somebody else yes. in your heart. Let me let me go to another level. How about video Same games? Same thing. I'm going to tell you about video games because all those video games get you to, to, to sin in your heart yeah. too. You're you're running around killing people indiscriminately. Thank God, I never touched one
2: of them. It's
0: running around killing people indiscriminately, yes. and ev- and every other sin, and every other sin is in video games yeah. too. And it's a multi-billion-dollar <laughs> industry. Yeah. Let's talk. Well, you about know what I
4: realized. Like my anger issue? Like the spirit of anger is really not anger. It's a spirit of murder. Yeah. Right? It's
0: it's, a, it's another spirit that's tied to rebellion. You am, am I still con-
2: Yeah, you are.
0: Yeah, you're still here. You're still here. So... So the 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 other another industry that Satan has his clutches into is uh, Hollywood.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, why? And, and and all of these all of these industries donate literally tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to the political party of their exactly.
2: choice. Exactly, and the choice they make right now is the choice that doesn't believe in God. That's true. The choice that is at war with God. If we do not, if we do not vote for the platform, then we're all already in sin. Absolutely. If, if we need to know what and, each one And
1: believes. Make
0: no mistake, for the young people that are on the phone tonight, I, I, I want to make sure that, you know, the other night I made a comment about if you vote for Democrats that you are voting for satan and i want to clarify that i want to clarify and tell you in no way shape or form do i think that the republicans
2: are are all godly exactly people. no and that that's no why way, so that is not vote.
0: what i'm saying what i'm saying is the democrat party has decided to unilaterally take a stand against exactly. everything that, that, that a christian believes everything in. everything yeah
1: um,
2: i've had I've had one granddaughter, and Gwen's got one son that's in the same position.
0: all the young people that are thinking about how great socialism yep. is well let's there I can go through the Bible and tell you everything that is wrong with socialism, everything that is wrong with socialism as it exalts itself against God exactly word, starting with stealing uh-huh. Taking what doesn't belong to you and distributing it to other exactly. people. Robin Hood is a great story and everybody loves the fact that he was trying to get justice for others and there's something Robin Hoodish about socialism but let me tell you, socialism corrupts because the love of money is the root of all evil yeah. and socialism is completely built around the love of money.
4: I'm... Um... I'm still stuck on rebellion.
2: It is like, it is okay. rebellion.
4: No, I mean I didn't know that I was in rebellion. Okay. How do I get rid of that rebellion?
2: Uh you go to the Lord with it and ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Yes. Because no one no like one that- else can convict you, baby
4: kind of like whatever what i sent y'all today about speaking to it directly and telling it to be removed by the root and thrown into the sea
0: yes yes just like that except that as we go through look listen um freedom from from bondage freedom from all those bonds when when we get when we get saved We have a freedom from us from from that certain bondage of of being in slavery to Satan. Okay. But there are roots and vines that we have allowed to take to set deep roots in our lives prior to our conversion. And these things sometimes look, there are Christians that have been Christians, quote unquote. I'm doing my fingers in the quote unquote right now. Okay. And so there are Christians that have been Christians for decades, decades, and are completely oblivious to the whole vineyard of, of roots yeah. of different plants that they have uh, are different spirits that they have enabled in their life and continue to feed. So as we mature spiritually, as we're able Holy spirit reveals to us these roots these roots of bitterness these roots of rebellion these roots of you know uh, sexual immorality which is a sin against ourselves and as we get into god's word and as we fellowship with other believers the light is shine on those things in our life and we can deal with them one at a time, one at a time. And, and I'll tell you this, there will be roots that you have to deal with over and over and exactly.
1: over again.
2: You have to kill the root to its beginning. Yes.
4: Okay. My, and my next thing is, and this goes back to the, because you know, the sexual immorality, um, the gluttony, all that, that's all rooted in rebellion. Um, so that's, in, that's, that's, being, that's being unfaithful to God. So that, ask, that makes me ask, how come that goes back to the fat preachers?
0: Well, hang on a second. Being fat is not necessarily tied to a root of gluttony. There's, there are people who are overweight that, that are not gluttons at all. That's that's true. That's true. Um, um, So, so that is not necessarily a tie. And then I'll—I wanted to say, as God reveals these things to us, we need to deal with them. We deal with them ourselves. Number one, it's a—it's a good sign. It's a healthy sign. It means you're growing, and you're growing closer to the Lord. To be dealing with these roots. With these different um, spirits, but then number two, it also helps us remember to only look at ourselves and not out, not look exactly.
4: at others. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to judge them. I'm curious, as these are leaders in churches, and <clears throat> and not one single one of them is perfect. And
0: yeah, we're all human I, beings. I, just, just because they're preaching at the pulpit doesn't mean that they're not also in a process of spiritually maturing and learning and, and also dealing with roots in their exactly. own lives. Mm-hmm. One, of the,
2: one mean, of the keys Jesus said himself uh, um, Paul said be perfect as Christ is perfect. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect in your own ability. That means the Holy Spirit is going to perfect you from within. Yes. Yes.
0: And and so that's the race. That's part of the race that we that's run. Right. Is, is that we are continually purging the wickedness, the evil, the roots out of our yep. life. Until hopefully... We reach a point in our Christian walk where where we have finished the course and run the yep. race. Paul. where the faith?
4: Where does it say though in the New Testament? Because I'm not good with addresses about when Paul says that he could lose his testimony.
0: That he could lose uh, his never testimony. Heard of that.
2: That doesn't sound right to me. Hang on.
4: Hang on.
2: He said, I would. He was talking to the Jews. Lose my witness. Witness. Lose my witness. He said, I would rather lose my salvation if I can save and help any one of you brothers. And he was talking to the Jews that didn't believe.
1: Scripture.
2: If he was, he wasn't saying that he'd lost his salvation, but he was just saying I would give up my salvation for you. You remember that, Sky? Yes. Absolutely. I'll find where I... I love you so much. Yeah. If you would just believe I would I would lose my soul for you.
0: That's it. Are, That's are it. you are oh. you talking about in Second John? I think Paul said second, this. In no no no, I'm talking oh, to I'm Melanie. I'm, I'm, in in Second John, uh, verse eight of chapter one. Hang on, where I'm he saying. says. So he says, "Watch yourselves, so that you do not lose what you have worked yeah. for, that you might be fully rewarded."
4: Yeah. Mm. I can't say yes to that. That doesn't sound like it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it when we're done. Okay. But I just feel like I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that we have to be perfect. I'm just saying that um I don't even know what I'm saying
2: anymore cuz well, I feel that- like I-
4: the I know like I'm judging fat people, but I'm a fat person, so I don't know.
2: <laughs> that. Uh, it's not a matter of judging. All of us are, period. <laughs> being, B E I N G, safe. We're, yes. We're everyone in the state of being. And Paul says, I've finished the course. In other words, he knew he was at the end. That's at another time. The point of it being is that we're being saved till the end. Indeed.
0: Indeed, we're we're in the process of conversion. It, our conversion is not a light no.
2: switch. No. And. And, and many and, people have been made we, to think that. Exactly.
1: No, I know. Well, that's
0: they've me. been made to think that because of the magic words at church. Yeah. We say the magic words, and that's it. It's a right. Right. Can't Can't lose anything. You can live like a heathen and still go to heaven.
2: Not true. Yeah, I have quoted the first part of that, but I never believed that that it continued without living for the Lord.
0: Hey, Raiden, Jacob. Mm Do you guys have any questions? Aaron is convinced that you guys have a lot of questions, and we don't let you guys ask any.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. Have at it. No, not really. <laughs> Since you guys have been listening
0: to so closely,
3: I thought maybe you would seek some deeper understanding, like um, like some of us. N-
1: nope.
0: <laughs> nope. No. 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 Two minutes. I think that's uh I think that's good for tonight. But you know what? We it, it I would much rather have a con- candid conversation like this every night where we're helping each other uh grow spiritually. That's the whole no point. The the you can spend fifty years growing in theological understanding and still go straight to hell. Yeah. The, the, so the whole point of this Christian faith, the whole point of our walk is to feed each other spiritually, to grow spiritually, to mature spiritually.
2: Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Exhort one another. Yeah. I remembered this time. Ha! <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: All right, Dad, the floor is yours. Okay. Oh, Father. Father, help us, Lord, to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit. And Father, when the Holy Spirit pricks our hearts, let us just stop what we're doing, Father, and ask you what's going on. We need to be so in tune with you, Father, that the outside doesn't affect our mind and our thoughts. But, Lord, that only you and your Holy Spirit within us, who is our teacher, who is one who has come alongside to comfort us and to guide us, help us to listen to him, Father. And, Lord, as I was listening to a devotion this morning, seek those with wisdom in order to be wise. So we don't go out seeking the the people of the land to gain wisdom because it's never there. And I ask you, Lord, to help us to know whom we walk beside, whether or not we should have them, unless we are witnessing to them, Father. And if we're witnessing to them, then that's all right. But do not let them be our witness, Father, or let them be our influence, because only the Holy Spirit should be our influence.
1: Amen. So, fathers,
2: we come tonight. We come thanking you that you, Jesus said, "Except I go away, I cannot send the Comforter." Meaning that only Jesus could only be in one place at one time. And so he sent his precious Holy Spirit to rule in every heart that receives him. So, Father, thank you. Thank you that you saw fit to love us enough to live within us. And our bodies being the temple of God, let it be shown as the temple of God. Where Paul says I beseech you therefore brothers by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto me and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to what is it good and acceptable and perfect will of God.
1: Yes Lord. And
2: in Psalm 1 it says do not uh, let the, let the go- godly Do not walk, sit, or stand with the ungodly. But we, Lord, should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves do not ever wither, but shall produce its fruit in its season. And, Father, (laughs) that's where each one of us ought to be. That's Psalm 1 through 3. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. And so, Father, we ask you, Lord, to bless and to guide us and to take these words, Lord, that you have provided for us because it is the word, it is Jesus, the word of God. And, Father, thank you. And we never want to forget to pray for our nation, Father. I pray for our nation, Lord. I pray for your forgiveness of where we lack, where we fail, as children of God to get out and vote. We should never fail to vote at any time, no matter what. And I'm in agreement. We cannot vote but for the platform. It's not the person. And yet and yes, there's several wolves in the in both camps. But Lord, we have to choose what's right to you. And we ask <clears throat> your blessings over this coming election, Father that you will lead your people to get out and vote. If we only knew how poorly Christians vote, we'd be shocked. But Lord, we know too that if we do not vote, it's no one's fault but ours, and we're totally sinning against you. So Father, I ask that you convict us on this call To get out and vote and never say, Well, my vote, my one vote don't count. Yes, it does. It counts for the opposing person. And Lord, we ask you, Father, to guide us, teach us. We pray your blessings, Lord, over each one on the call tonight. I pronounce your Holy Spirit, your face to shine upon each one. And may your glory, Father, shine through us as your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <clears throat> good night, God family. Good night. Good night, guys. Love you. Good God place. bless you. What? 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 Oh, I thought you wanted to say something. No, I'm just say good night. Mom said good night. <laughs> okay. Good night, Grandma. I love you. <laughs> she needed to hear that.
3: <laughs> I did. You're always loved, grandpa grandpa and grandma,
2: always. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like that. (laughs) God bless. All right, have a good night, guys. Rest in the Lord. Yes.
0: Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word, to share your word, to come together and receive your word and father as we yield our hearts up to you fertile soil we ask that you would open up our eyes and open up our ears that you would plant your word deep within us that your word would lay down deep roots we ask that your holy spirit would come and dwell amongst us to reside upon us to teach us to lead us to show us the truth in your word. In
2: Jesus' name Amen. we pray. Amen. Nine through
0: what? Uh, I hadn't really decided yet, Dad. I was just going to oh, roll boy, it. Let's do that. James, one verse 9 mm-hmm. Ray, are you there? Well, come on, step up to the microphone and read for us.
5: Let the brother in humble circumstances glory in his elevation and the rich in being humbled Because like the flower of the grass, he will pass away. For the sun comes up with a scorching heat and parches the grass. Its flower falls off and its beauty fades away. Even so will the rich man wither and die in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who is patient and under trial and stands up under temptation. For when he has stood the test and has been approved... He will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted from God. For God is incapable of being tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But every person is tempted when he is drawn away, enticed, and baited in his own evil desire. Then the evil desire, when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin, when it is fully matured brings forth death. All right. Stop right there. son. all right. So I,
0: what I get from what James is saying here is he's given us another affirmation that those who are non-believers, they don't burn forever in the fires of hell. They just burn up and they disappear. They cease to exist. They 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 burn up and they're gone. And That's what he's saying. Don't don't let the brother in humble circumstances be be lifted up in this high estate or, or glory in his high estate. That the rich is made low because the flower of the grass shall pass away saying that they're, they're part of the world and that everything in the world is going to pass away. Right. And that, that we, we are not no longer of the world and we shouldn't be concerned with their circumstances or what's going to happen to them. We should detach ourselves from that. And we, We shouldn't say that God is the one that's tempting us to do wrong if we decide that we're going to go be part of the world. If we want to compare ourselves to to those of the world, then we shouldn't bring God into our decision to be part of the world because God's not evil. And God doesn't use the evil to come to his end. Now, God can, God can utilize the outcome of everything to the good of those who believe. Yeah. We yeah. know that. But God isn't the originator of evil. He may allow us in our decisions to allow us to, 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 be, to end up in a situation where we're facing evil. Where we're facing evil outcomes. He might allow our progression in our faith to have us face evil in which we need to stand as sons and daughters of light. God is not the originator of evil. God knows all things and he can use all things to the good of those who believe. Jake, why don't you step up to the microphone and continue for us, son.
1: 15.
5: Our desires make us sin, and when sin is finished with us, it leaves us dead. Don't be fooled, my dear friends. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He's always the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. He wanted us to be his own special people. And so he sent the true message to give us new birth. My dear friends, you should be quick to listen and slow to speak or to get angry. If you are angry, you cannot do any of the good things that God wants done. You must stop doing anything immoral or evil. Instead, be humble and accept the message that is planted in you to save you. Obey God's message. Don't fool yourselves by just listening to it. If you hear the message and you don't obey it, they're like the people who stare at themselves in the mirror and forget what they look like as soon as they leave.
0: Okay. For he who was who looks at himself and goes his own way and straight away forgot what manner of man he was. Let's let's go back and review that for those who are listening to it afterwards. Yeah. It it what he starts out in verse 15, what he's saying is. Then, then our own passions are what conceives and gives birth to sin. Not God. God didn't install those yeah. in us. Our own passions, our own desires are what conceive and give birth to yeah. sin. And And sin, when it's fully matured, when it's grown up, it produces death. Right. Sin's going to be put away. It's going to be burned up. Poof. Gone. It says, make no mistake about it. How about that translation? Instead of do not err, my brethren, or do not be deceived. How about this? Do not make any mistake or make no mistake. This is the way it is. Don't be misled. This is the way it is. Every good and perfect gift is from heaven. And comes down from the father of light. With whom. There's no changing. Of his own. Or of his own accord. He brought us into being through the message of truth. Or he. He opened up our ears and allowed us to hear the message of truth. And we were born again. So in a way. We're the first fruits of all the things which he made. Of all the things which he made in the earth, of all the people which he made in the earth, those of us which hear the message, those of us who receive the message, those of us who who, who are, are elected to be born again and allow ourselves to be born again, those who submit to the word of God, who listen to the word of God and decide that we're going to allow the word of God to dwell in us then that renewal in our spirits that being born again that becoming the new person we then become the first fruits
2: we are a fruit we are a fruit of the creation Yeah, and this is one of the seven crowns that we get to lay at Jesus feet amen crown of life
0: wherefore my beloved brethren let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Because the, the, the zealous wrath of man, the anger in, in man does not produce any righteousness from no. God. Lay apart now this this, this verse that, that Jacob read in verse twenty one, I'm gonna give us a different Um, variation or a different uh, interpretation of that verse it says it says wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness let me give you something that's a little easier to read purge yourself therefore of all that is vile and of and created of or still remains In the wickedness of the world and receive, and in a humble spirit, receive the message which has been implanted in your heart. Because that message which has been implanted in your heart is able to save your soul. It's able to cause the renewing of your spirit. It's able to cause you to be born again and be doers of the word. That means act on the word. Put that message into practice. Don't just sit there and hear it. Don't just sit there with your mouth open like a baby bird and receive it in. But take that message. Take that word of God. Take those all the verses that we're reading, all the things that Jesus told us to do and put it to practice in your life. And when you start putting it to practice in your life, that's when it comes alive. You can hear it for decades. But until you start walking and talking in accordance with Jesus, in accordance with the word of God, it will never come alive in you.
2: The seed is there. It's there. It's ready to come alive and uh, taken care of.
0: You need to mix it with faith and you need to move on it. For if any of you, verse 23, for if any of you are a hearer of the word or you simply hear the word, but you don't practice it. You're like a person that looks at their face in the natural mirror. Okay. And they see their face and they go their own way and they forgot what they look like in other words you received the word of god you received the word of life you understood what the word of god a life was you got this flash of faith but because you didn't get up and move on it you didn't get up and do anything with it it faded away and 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 faded down to a little ember yeah. in you and the fire right. died out verse 25 but whoso looketh Into or at the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man will be blessed in his deed. In other words, the ones that see that looks into the the face of the perfect law of liberty, they look into the face of the perfect law of liberty and they say, I'm going to do something. I'm going to get up and I'm going to live this word. I'm going to follow Christ. I'm picking up that cross. I'm changing my life. And they follow after him. Those ones are blessed. Those in their practice of the word are blessed in their deeds. Verse 26. If any man among you seems to be religious, but he doesn't control his tongue, he deceives his own heart. And that man's religion is in vain. So here it is. You see plenty of Christians that, you know what? They go around cussing. They say all kinds of filthy words. They talk nonsense. They like to joke, crude jokes. They haven't, none of their, the way that they talk, none of the way that they think changed at all. And you know what? They deceive themselves. They're not a Christian. They're not a Christian. They're a church accoutrement. But they are not a, ch- a Christian. They are they're they're like a uh, if you ever see pictures in the ocean of the whale who's swimming along quietly and he has a whole bunch of little little fish bottom feeders that are hanging on him that are sucking the leftovers off of his right. body. That's what they become. They become sucker fish, and they're hanging on to the Church of Christ and they're sucking the crumbs off of his body. And they have a semblance of being a whale because they're hanging on to a whale, but they are not a whale. Verse 27, last verse of the chapter. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father are the religion that is pure and stainless in the sight of God. Okay, is this. Go and visit those who don't have a dad. Go and visit the widows. In their affliction. And to keep yourself unspotted from the world. Now, when we sit here in our house and all we do is Bible study every night. If that's all we do is we encourage each other and stir up the word in each other. And and the second we leave this Bible study, we do nothing. Then we are a whitewashed Mm -hmm. tomb. But, you know, when we split a whole trailer load of wood and we bring it, we bring it to the old lady who doesn't have anybody split wood for her. That's when God's word comes alive. Mm -hmm. That's when our faith becomes an action. When we when we take what we've learned here and we and we come to each other or you guys like you used to do. You guys come and say, dad, I know about somebody at school that needs some help. They don't have food. Yeah. And we go and we buy groceries and drop it off at their house. That's when God's word comes alive. That's it's action. That's when we walk it out. That's when we stop caring about ourselves and we start caring about others. Right. when we when we catch ourselves thinking why would we care for those people outside our house if we can pile this all up and hoard it for ourselves then you are no longer a christian you have lost the path you have lost the way of god's word right because god's word is all about what have we done for others
2: not what we've done for ourselves so so true Okay, Dad, it's all okay. yours. Well, James is a tremendous book. Uh we uh was was this the brother of Jesus? No, it wasn't, was it? No. Okay. And,
0: this was uh James the, the, the right, fisherman, right, one of the sons of Matthew
2: mark Luke, James. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I didn't say it right. John Peter Uh, James, and who who was his brother?
1: John.
2: John. John and James. Yeah. Father, we thank you for the study this evening and all those, Lord, who will hear it later. Thank you for our family. Thank you, Father, for this Thanksgiving time that we can think over the year of the things that you have done in our life. Father, I I praise you. I praise you for loving us as you do. I praise you for the truth of your word. I praise you, Father, that Jesus said you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Indeed, this is the only way we can be free, is to know the word of God, to know the truth, which is Jesus, and to follow him in everything that he taught he is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is our leader in our faith and our guidance, Lord, day by day, and teaching us the Word of God as we read it. Let us not fail to study. Let us not fail to act. The is the completion of the Word. We ask, the Lord, that you bless Raiden and Jacob. Bless Guy Father as he continues this work. I ask, Lord, that you bless my wife and guide each one of us, Lord, as we behold your face, Lord, and know the truth as we look at it. We ask, the Lord, that you bless this nation again and guide us, protect our president, protect his family. And, Father, we pray that you will destroy the enemy that has tried to take over this nation. And, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do and for what you've already done, Lord. We know that you have placed this man in office for a purpose. And, Father, your people failed you in 2018. And we pray, Lord, that they've learned their lesson and they'll get out and vote And be faithful to you, Father, and vote the truth. And we give you thanks and praise. And, Lord, we give you thanks for your people, Israel. We ask your protection over them. And we ask you to bring them peace. Lord, you've returned them to the land. And we are grateful because this shows us the times that we're in. And we just ask you, Lord, to bless your people. And cause them, Father, to begin to call upon Jesus, their Savior, and to know you, Lord. Because from my understanding, there's only about 2% of them that know you. And so, Father, we ask, God, that you do a mighty work among your people. These things we pray in Jesus' precious name tonight. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed evening. Guys say good night. Good
0: night. good night dad, good night ma. We we'll uh-huh. love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.